0: This is a download from The Wireless Theatre Company. 26 miles by Anthony Sargent.
1: Don't you sense the excitement? Aren't you excited? It's palpable. What? The excitement.
2: The excitement is palpable? Yes. Since when do you use words like that?
1: That's a good word. I can't be using the same words all the time. Palpable. I want to better myself.
2: What does it mean? What? What does it mean?
1: Uh, it means...
2: You don't know.
1: I do. It means... Well, it's not easy to describe.
2: There.
1: You don't know. It means you can touch it.
2: Touch it? Touch it? Touch what?
1: Well, the excitement, I suppose.
2: You can touch the excitement.
1: Oh, no, that doesn't sound right. I oh, wished I'd never used the word now. That's the trouble. You use these words and it's not easy. God, look at the moon.
2: You can touch me. Touch you? If you like. I mean, don't feel obliged. Do you like my ankles?
1: I don't don't want to be forward.
2: You're not being forward, John Wood. You are just giving an opinion. Well? Well, what? Do you like my
1: ankles? They're... Nice. They, uh, they have a fine turn.
2: Would you like to carve them? Carve them? In wood. You're a carpenter. Have you been working today?
1: Yeah, I've been working in the stadium. It's almost finished. Today, I helped build the platform for the discus. The discus? What's that? You throw it. You stand on this platform and throw it. It's circular, like a disc. It's supposed to be what the Greeks did. You stand and then throw it.
2: Stand? Like what?
1: Well, oh, like, like this.
2: <laughs> you don't look very Greek.
1: Yeah, well, that's because I haven't got a discus. The foreman commended my work. Good. I do an honest job. I'm thorough with my measurements. I hope so. Tomorrow I've been assigned to the royal box.
2: Assigned?
1: To the royal box. It's an honour.
2: You're only making it.
1: It's still an honour.
2: Well, you'd better get your measurements right. What sort of wood are you using?
1: Oak. The best. What's that? The betting slip.
2: You're always betting, John Wood.
1: It's a chance, isn't it?
2: Chance? To what?
1: To win money, to better myself. I want to have my own shop. You won't open your own shop betting on the horses. It's not on a horse. He's a runner. A hot tip. Who? I've got it written down. Durando... Pietro,
2: Who gave you the tip?
1: A man in the pub. He knows about athletics. Durando won the marathon in Italy last month. So? Well, this man says that this Durando fellow was given a letter to post by his boss to someone about 30 miles away, right? He was a long time away. He comes back. What kept you? Did you post it? No, he says. I ran there with it. (laughs) What does that show, eh?
2: He doesn't trust the postal service.
1: It shows he's a winner.
3: <laughs> Portate il cappello. No.
4: Portate il cappello. Fallo per mamma.
3: No. Per favore. No, a chi mi serve il cappello? Per coprirti la testa. Portalo. No, no, e no! Portate il frassario! Hello! Goodbye! I win! You win! He, she, it wins! Are the pretty girls in London? I win the gold medal! Bravo! Portate il capello!
4: you close the window.
5: How is your majesty enjoying the games?
4: I would enjoy them more if we could win a few more gold medals.
5: I believe they are more competitive than ever. I do not like
4: the Americans.
5: No, your majesty.
4: Must they win everything?
5: They train, your majesty.
4: Has somebody found a flag for them?
5: One has been found.
4: It has all the stars and stripes on it. Will somebody count? How many stars should there be?
5: I'm not sure. And stripes? I'll ensure whoever is responsible accounts for the requisite number of stars and stripes.
4: Were you not offended?
5: I was, Your Majesty. A flag should be dipped.
4: A flag is like a cock. It should crow in the morning and then be quiet.
5: A good analogy, Your Majesty. Very Danish.
4: They are too brash. And one hears they want to wear shorter shorts.
5: It has been proposed.
4: Soon shorts will be above the knees.
5: There is a school of thought, Your Majesty, that the longer shorts are getting in the way of progress. And the lady archers in their dresses have complained of a tightness under the arm. (laughs) You are very knowledgeable. I had the privilege of attending the archery only yesterday. Ah, who won? You will be pleased to hear it was an English lady. The only one not to be wearing an undergarment. And I believe she has one or two buttons undone.
4: <laughs> oh, well done, her. Progress is not achieved by conformity. I hear the Scandinavians are a little out of sorts. Was her flag not flying?
5: Apparently not. The Swedes withdrew because their flag wasn't up, and the Finns unpacked theirs to be told they had to march under the Russian one. Ah, perhaps we shouldn't have flags.
4: (sighs) what events do we have today?
5: For your pleasure, Your Majesty, we have the tug-of-war, and the standing long jump, and the standing high jump. And what are those? The first one, you stand and jump as far as you can, and the other, you stand and jump as high as you can. Oh, not riveting. No, your Majesty, with all due
4: respect to those taking part.
5: Yeah, I believe there is a fellow from the United States who's rather good. We don't want to hear. Overcome some physical difficulties. I forget what polio paralysed the child and built up the spring in his legs.
4: You may remember, my lord. We have some personal experience of such matters.
5: Uh, Perhaps the running long jump and the high jump with run-up will hold more excitement.
4: Ah, it may do. I've been asked to attend the sailing. Do we have prospects there?
5: I believe we do. Can anything be seen? Somebody from the Admiralty will guide you through it.
4: Uh, How are the preparations
5: for the Terra Nova? Making progress. The Royal Geographical Society has pledged some funds. That is what one would call a sailing ship. Indeed. And a challenge. Not footling about in the
4: Solent.
5: Certainly it will be colder, all that ice and snow. Maybe your majesty could attend the skating. We have prospects there. I used to be a skater. Did you know that? I didn't.
4: Ah, I thought you knew everything. And who have we today?
5: Uh, The German ambassador, Your Majesty, and I believe one or two of your family. Close relations. Cousins, maybe.
4: Uh, You will tell the ambassador at the appropriate time that I need to lie down.
5: Relatives can be very tiring. Mm, These are. Do I understand they are trying to annex Schleswig-Holstein?
4: Annex it? They want to make it part of Germany.
5: Mm, I'll have a word with the ambassador.
4: You can have a word, but I fear no amount of talking would dissuade them. Will they be at the opera?
5: I believe they will. Oh. And there's a small delegation from Finland come in support of their javelin thrower. I have taken the liberty of placing them between yourselves and the Germans. Do they
4: like Verdi?
5: I don't know about the Finns, Your Majesty. But the Germans, I know, like all things cultural.
4: Oh, they like all things big and long. Sitting through Wagner was a marathon. If there was an Olympics for music, they would win it. Now, the start of the race.
5: They will finish in front of the royal box. No, no, no,
4: but the start. We think it would be nice if it began under the windows of the nursery so the children could watch it.
5: It would mean increasing the distance by a few hundred yards. Oh, does that make a difference? Uh, it would, Your Majesty. We've already increased the distance by a mile or so.
4: The marathon is the marathon.
5: And the Americans won't like it?
4: We shan't be dictated to by the Americans.
5: Oh, there is no set distance, Your Majesty.
4: Then they should be thankful we are not starting it at Sandria.
5: Uh, I'm sure the runners won't mind. It is important the royal children should watch it. A lesson in endurance. They will be safe there. The crowds can be so unruly. We don't want accidents or headline seekers. The marathon is a long
4: race. If you are going to run that far, it shouldn't make any
5: difference. Whatever the distance, it will be an honour to cross the line in front of the Royal Box. We hope so.
4: The tug of war. Are we represented?
5: We are, Your Majesty, by the London and Liverpool constabulary. Oh, good. Unfortunately, the Americans have withdrawn an objection to the constabulary having studs in their boots. They always want to win. It is a nuisance, Your Majesty.
4: Yes.
2: I've got better things to do. Like what? I've been on my feet all night. Look, I'll show you the blisters.
1: You want a decent pair of shoes? Come on, the race is due to begin.
2: You said it takes three hours.
1: It may be quicker, I don't know.
2: But you can't see anything.
1: Well, what else will you be doing?
2: There's a women's meeting. I said I'd go to that.
1: The Olympics are once in four years. You can go to a meeting any time.
2: But it's important. What's he called?
1: Durando Pietri. He's Italian and going to win. Then I'll buy you the prettiest dress in town.
2: All right. But I have to be at the hospital this evening.
1: You can say you saw the king and queen.
2: In the royal box that you made.
5: The German ambassador has taken ill and sends his apologies.
4: Does he? And his Majesty.
5: He was feeling the heat and has just slipped out. He's always slipping out.
4: Who's it this time? Uh, uh, Mrs. Allport. She's not very discreet. Her
5: husband has typhoid.
4: Is that an excuse? <coughs> oh, oh! What race is this?
5: The four hundred yards, Your Majesty.
4: There's only one runner.
5: Uh, that is because the American was disqualified for impeding our Englishman, and the two other Americans have withdrawn in sympathy.
4: So we might win gold?
5: Certainly, Your Majesty. Oh. If he does not trip up.
4: What do you make of these suffragettes? I hear Churchill was up in Dundee making a speech as they were ringing a bell to drown him out.
5: It'll take more than a bell. Oh, what do you make of them? Women, Your Majesty. Yes. Perhaps they're a little emotional.
4: Emotional. To vote.
5: And not logical. Not logical. Are muddled in
4: their thinking. Do you forget I am a woman.
5: Your Majesty accepted.
4: Emotional. I remember that uh, actress. What was her name?
5: Uh, which one, uh, Your Majesty? French, I think. Well, a lot of French actresses.
4: She was in that show. What was it called?
5: Uh, who's it by? Oh, I can't remember. She fell off a wall. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Though there was a Humpty Dumpty who fell off a wall. An egg, I believe. and Maybe it was Mrs. Dumpty.
4: Ah, I believe we are about to win gold. Oh. Uh, uh, Von Runner. I can see why His Majesty prefers tiger shoots.
5: The race certainly lacked... uh... He
4: was just going through the motions. I don't call that running. Or the spirit of the Olympics.
5: Maybe there will be more competition in the walk. The walk.
4: We're not going to watch people walk, are we? Uh,
5: It is an event, Your Majesty. Uh, How far do they walk? About uh, seven times round. Kensington to Buckingham Palace and back.
4: We're going to watch people walk seven times round the
5: track. Well, there is a technique, Your Majesty. It is not just walking in the park. Uh, What's the technique? Uh, It's sort of... uh, it's difficult to describe. Uh, But we have medal hopes. A Brighton policeman is rather good. But before then, we should see the end of the marathon.
2: Where are they?
1: Perhaps they've got lost.
2: Or taken a wrong turning.
5: Yeah, they're due any moment now.
4: I hear Captain Scott has announced his engagement.
5: To a very comely girl a sculptor. Hmm. Does she know he's about to set sail? I would think so.
4: Lonely being married to an explorer.
2: <gasps> There's the royal party!
1: Don't stare.
2: I wonder if they appreciate your craftsmanship.
1: Well, they take it for granted. Only if it collapses would they notice it.
2: <laughs> and you'd get your head chopped off. Wave your flag. What sort of finish has it got?
1: Never mind that. Concentrate on the race. What race? Not as good as I'd liked. The foreman said I was taking too long over it.
2: You're a perfectionist.
1: I had to go off and help with that pool.
4: There are those marathon runners?
5: They're on their way, Your Majesty. You should be entering the stadium any moment now. For well, there's a large crowd. Sixty thousand, your Majesty. Oh,
4: do we know who is in the lead?
5: No, we don't, but we shall shortly. Oh. Ah.
4: Who is that man? Where down by the track? Don't I recognize him?
5: He's the doctor, Doctor Bulger. Just in case somebody falls ill.
4: Are they likely to?
5: Yeah, it is a hot day. A precautionary measure. I have been reading Browning's poem. Which one is that? Phepides. No, I don't know it. About the Greek athlete who brought news of their victory over the Persians. Well, let's hope our marathon runners don't die. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, There's a splinter. Oh, where did that come from? The d- railing. Now, if you'd been wearing gloves. Well, you have set a trend, Your Majesty. Oh, well, give me your hand. They don't want it going septic. Won't well, the stadium wonder
4: what we're doing? The stadium is watching the race. I have taken out many a splinter, particularly from my children. The sooner out, the better. Oh, there. Now you won't lose your hand. You can sit back and enjoy the race. Oh, judging by the crowd, they're getting nearer.
5: Oh, this looks like the race leader now. Oh. Well, what's going on? He's going the wrong way round. Oh. Well, that's better. But well, he's exhausted. Oh. He's on his last legs. Oh. Good God, he's collapsed.
4: Oh, dear. Oh.
5: Oh, oh no, he hasn't. They've, uh, they've picked him up. What a plucky fellow. come
4: on, come on, you can do it. Bravo.
5: Oh, no, down again. Good, they've picked him up. Not far to go now, old chap. He's won. I hope he's going to be all right. A plucky fellow. Yes. Well, I'm glad they gave him the thumbs up. I don't really want to see him dying on the track. This isn't the Colosseum after all. Oh, bravo.
1: I've won. I can get a workshop, buy you a dress. We can go to Brighton. How much did you bet? A lot.
2: You must thank the foreman, mister.
1: I will. I'll shake his hand, thank him. How he knew, I don't know. Well,
2: they're fighting over there.
1: Hey, what's that about?
2: I don't know, but I've got to go. And don't you join in.
4: Are there fisticuffs over there?
5: I believe there are, your majesty
4: know what it's about? May
5: I use your glasses? Who's this? It would appear the Americans are fighting the Italians. They think the Italians should be disqualified.
4: What business is it of the Americans?
5: Well, their runner was second. Uh, the Italian was first. Oh, possibly.
4: Oh, I, I, I didn't bang my parasol too much.
5: The motion becomes you, Your Majesty. <laughs> and I'm sure the Italians appreciated it.
4: The constabulary have gone in. There's somebody being pulled out by the neck, and somebody yanked out by the arm.
5: Perhaps they were members of the tug-of-war team.
4: Perhaps. Who won?
5: The City of London Police and the Metropolitan Police K Division won the bronze. somebody in an arm lock. That sounds
4: vaguely Olympic.
5: Oh, bravo! Indeed, Your Majesty. Possibly out of the school of wrestling.
4: We don't want the police taking it out on the crowd because they came third. That's hardly the spirit of the Olympics.
0: Your Majesties, ladies and gentlemen, in the marathon the American team have made an appeal, so we await the verdict of the judges.
5: How are you enjoying the opera, Your Majesty?
4: I would enjoy it more if I hadn't forgotten my fan.
5: Maybe it wasn't laid out for you. It
4: was laid out for me. I forgot it.
5: Perhaps I could find one.
4: Find one? Where are you going to find a fan this time of night?
5: There are ways.
4: Ah, the king would know. But the king isn't here.
5: I will borrow one from Mrs. Allport. She always carries a spare.
4: Is she here?
5: A few seats above, Your Majesty are friends
4: with Mrs. Allport? Uh,
5: we have uh, met on several occasions. Hmm.
4: How do you find
5: her? Oh, too fond of her own cleavage. I do not like brashness. Well, it seems to be the new order, your majesty.
4: <sighs> this opera, what's it about?
5: Well, uh, Don Carlos is in love with his father's wife. He declares his love, but to the wrong woman. All oh, very straightforward, Your Majesty, originally in French.
4: Ah, I prefer La Traviata. Who dies?
5: The Duke of Posa, Your Majesty. A famous aria, if rather protracted, at the end of Act Four.
4: We are a long time dying.
5: We are in opera, Your Majesty.
4: How is that Italian fellow?
5: Recovering. He was taken to the local hospital, but it wasn't uh, certain whether he should stay in bed, as his advisors wanted, or be discharged. He sat up, he laid down, he sat up, he got out of bed, got back into bed. There was a lot of gesticulating. He himself, I'm told, didn't know if he was coming or going.
4: He lives to fight another day. We must give him a medal.
5: A medal, Your Majesty? For what?
4: Did you not find his efforts valiant? Indeed. So he deserves the medal.
5: But he was disqualified. For what? Americans believed he received assistance.
4: I call it encouragement. But he fell down. He fell down, got to his feet, and finished the race. He was helped to his feet. Who helped
5: him? The stewards.
4: Disqualify them. He did not ask for their help.
5: Without them, Your Majesty, and the Doctor, he might still be lying on the track. He could have
4: revived.
5: You can shout at a competitor, but not physically lift him.
4: Oh, did that happen?
5: My view was a little obscured, but I believe it did. But did he not continue running? He continued running, then unfortunately fell over again.
4: He was obviously suffering from heat exhaustion.
5: And was helped up, staggered on, then, from my vantage point... Pushed over the line. Pushed? Propelled. Propelled? Oh, in a manner of speaking.
4: Is it in the rules?
5: What, your majesty?
4: That he can't be picked up and helped over the line.
5: Oh, I don't think so. I don't think anybody thought to write it down. Rather taken for granted.
4: If it's not in the rules, then he's done nothing wrong.
5: No. And if it was, there's a problem of interpreting them. That is what caused the controversy in the earlier race. What is interference? Next Olympics will be for the better if the officials were international, and then we have no accusations of bias.
4: Something must be done. Tomorrow I will present him with a special trophy. Will you inform the silversmith?
5: What shall be inscribed on it?
4: For Pietri Dorando. In remembrance of the marathon race from Windsor to the stadium. From Queen Alexandra. Ah, it is the spirit of the man we are recognizing, the spirit, the ideal of the Olympics.
5: The people will certainly approve, Your Majesty.
4: It's what the people want, and it is the downfall of the monarchy not to acknowledge it.
5: True, Your Majesty. They like a good loser.
4: There is victory in losing heroically. Oh. Now we must to my relatives.
5: How are you finding the Finns? Fearful of the sweet.
1: How was your meeting? Fine. What was it about? Women. Women?
2: You know those creatures with two legs?
1: What did you talk about? Women. Is that all? What about them?
2: Their rights.
1: Rights for women?
2: They don't have any.
1: Who said? Did someone speak to you?
2: Mrs Pethick Lawrence.
1: Mrs Pethick Lawrence. What does she say?
2: We must fight. What for? The vote. So we take part
1: in running the country. What's wrong with men?
2: Nothing. I'm just saying women should have the vote. Deeds, not words. We're going to make banners. Purple, white, and green. Those are our colours. Why those? White for purity, green for hope, and purple for dignity. No woman should subject herself to political subordination.
1: Uh, I, I can't buy you that dress now.
2: Never mind. It was a nice dress. But when would I wear it?
1: I could take you to the races, innit?
2: I don't need a nice dress to go to the races.
1: No. (laughs) Hey, you've not changed.
2: I was pressed for time. I walked straight from the hospital. What's that? A bracelet.
1: How did you come by it?
2: An admirer.
1: An admirer? A lover. A a, a lover? I'll punch his face.
2: (laughs) I was given it in the hospital last evening. Who by? That is a secret. A patient? Guess. Your friend. The foreman. I'll give you a clue. He wore 19 on his vest. Durando Pietri? The same. A high-class lady had fastened it round his wrist as he was being stretched out of the stadium. He gave it to me for looking after him. He doesn't accept gifts.
1: You were at his bedside?
2: He was also given a shilling. Where's that? I don't know.
1: He accepts some gifts?
2: I gave him cups of tea. And brought his temperature down.
1: He brought his temperature down?
2: He was dehydrated. Not up. Up?
1: His temperature?
2: I cooled his brow.
1: You cooled his brow?
2: I'm a nurse. It's my job. All he needed was rest. Then he was discharged. He gave me this as a token of his gratitude.
1: And what are you going to do with it?
2: Why keep it, of course. Or pawn it. Pawn it. Why would I want to do that?
1: I just thought. One day, I'll buy you a piece of jewellery more handsome than that.
2: You will have to work hard.
5: Your Majesty, Arthur Conan Doyle, in the Daily Mail, he writes, I'm sure that no petty personal recompense can in the least console Durando for the national loss which follows from his disqualification. Indeed. Yet I'm certain that many who saw his splendid effort in the stadium... An effort which ran him within an inch of his life. Oh, yes. Would like to feel that he carries away some souvenir from his admirers in England. Oh, quite so, quite so. I should be very glad to contribute five pounds to such a fund if any of the authorities at the stadium would consent to organise it.
4: Who wants that compromise his amateur status?
5: Yeah, the money would go to set him up in a bakery. Oh, doesn't he want to run? When he retires, he may want to have his own bakery. Oh, he deserves one.
4: How does he find time to bake and to run?
5: I'm not sure. I think baking is a sideline.
4: I do like Italian pastries. (laughs) This event, how many times do they walk around?
5: About 30, Your Majesty.
0: Your Majesty, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you'll all agree that Dorando Pietri, the Italian marathon runner, who but for a disqualification would have won the gold medal, deserves some sort of recognition. Her Majesty, a great champion of the Olympic spirit, has thought fit to commemorate his valiant efforts with a special trophy.
4: But do we have the trophy?
5: Here, Your Majesty.
4: And do we have Pietri Dorando?
5: Dorando Pietri, ma'am. He's there, Your Majesty.
4: Let's hope he does not trip up on the stairs.
5: I'm sure he will not.
4: At least you can pick him up without him being disqualified. (laughs) Where is he?
5: Uh, There, Your Majesty, under a sea of well-wishers.
4: Ah, well done yesterday. A magnificent effort. Bravo. It's a long way. Don't you get tired? What do you think about?
5: E un percorso lungo. A cosi pensi. Mentre curo penso a tanti cosi. When he's running, he thinks about many things. Le <laughs> ragazze. Girls. I secondi. It's
3: his time. Le scarpe. His shoes. Coso uh, mangero. What he will eat? Glisbetatori. <laughs>
4: the spectators
5: see. <laughs> the road. Le Ragazzi. Girls again. Sono un piccolo And many other things. He's a small philosopher.
4: Well, I'm so glad to see you've recovered. Well done. Bravo. Grazie mille. Thank you. Grazie. What a humble fellow. Not at all how I expected him to be.
5: Did you see, Your Majesty, he was trembling?
4: Ah, the Olympic spirit is greater than all of us. A most likable fellow. What did the bishop say? The important thing is not to win, but to take part. We
2: must be more forceful.
1: What does that mean?
2: It means more violent. Meaning? Nothing will happen if we don't draw attention to ourselves.
1: How are you going to do that?
2: Ways and means. Is that new? Sit on it. Why?
1: Just sit on it. I'm done with carpentry. It's just planks of wood. I'm going to make chairs. Chairs? i got a job with this man. I'm making chairs. Everybody needs to sit down. They do. Even Durando Pietri. <laughs> What's that?
2: A preserve. Why have you brought that? I'm going to put it in a pillar box.
1: A pillar box? Post it. Post it? Who too?
2: Look, no address.
1: Well, why put it in a pillar box then? Publicity. What about the postman? What about him? Won't he get jam all over himself?
2: The letters
1: will, and we draw attention to our cause. And will people know, know who it is?
2: Well, they won't know it's me. They will know it's the movement.
1: They'll be annoyed when they receive their letters and they're covered in jam. Exactly. Well, it's not very violent. It's just
2: the start. Then we escalate. You could
1: go to prison.
2: We have to strive for what we believe is right. Did you make this table?
1: No, I made that chair. Sit on it.
2: What sort of chair is it?
1: It's just a plain chair. Have you sat on it? What's the matter with it?
2: Nothing! Well? It's very nice. Solid? It wobbles a bit. Wobbles? Yes. Look.
1: You're not sitting right.
2: One leg is shorter than the other.
1: It's all right when I sit on it.
2: Are you insinuating?
1: I'm just saying that is a fine chair of its type.
2: What type is it?
1: It is called a Windsor chair.
2: Windsor. Why are they called that?
1: I don't know. I suppose they got lots of them at Windsor Castle, though I've never been round.
2: You've never been invited. I'm surprised, after all, your work at the stadium. (laughs) What's the wood?
1: Feel the grain. Oak? Pine.
2: I can feel the knots. Should they be there?
1: Yeah, that's the natural wood.
2: How many have you made?
1: Oh, I don't know, a lot. Maybe 15, maybe 20. I'm going to make hundreds of them. Sell them. Then I'll get a workshop on my own. Make chairs that are works of art, with claw feet. You know those eagle's talons round a ball? Those are all right, but...
2: Claw feet. Well, you want to get your legs right first.
4: Pietri!
3: Dorando.
4: Oh, Dorando. Is that your name?
3: I am
5: Dorando Pietri.
4: Oh, charmed. Nice to meet you, Pietri.
5: Bella. Bella. <laughs> what are you doing, my little boy
4: My name is Alexandra.
5: A Queen. Alexandra.
4: But you can call me Alex.
3: I kiss her. Oh,
4: you are a pastry cook?
3: I am a Dorando Pietri.
4: Of course. Please accept my apologies. I keep calling you Pietri.
3: Dorando.
4: I know. I like to bake cakes myself.
3: You like to bake cakes? I do not like. I run for the man who baker the cakes.
4: <gasps> a delivery boy. I am not a boy.
3: I am a man. With
4: passion. I know. I've seen you run.
3: Run with passion. I am Dorando Pietri. Do not talk to me of cakes. cakes. I kiss your (laughs) hand. My lovely
5: Danish rose. <laughs>
4: I must admit, Dorando, Oh, may I call you Dorando, I feel a bit guilty. Because if I hadn't increased the distance, you would have won and be the proud holder of a gold medal.
3: I make to you a present of my Anki. You give me a trophy, I give you a trophy of my Anki.
4: There is your handkerchief.
3: It is on my head.
4: Well, are you okay. giving it to me? Your knotted handkerchief.
3: What do you call it, these? Knots. Sweet wifey.
4: <laughs> oh, my husband does not have your passion. In fact, he hasn't had any passion for me for a long time. No, not for me. No. Since I've had the children and done my duty, all passion has dried up like bed. Oh, I've had opportunities. Of course I have. But a queen should be faithful. Do you have a wife?
3: I'm serving myself. When I have loss of money, I take myself a wife. No money? No wife.
4: Oh, from humble origins, you have succeeded.
3: My father, Signor Pietri, he says, If you drop a kick on the floor, pick it
4: up. Oh, he was a wise man. Oh, Dorando, what do you think of the political map as it stands, at the moment?
3: Attenzione. Itadeshi.
4: What does that mean?
3: The Germans are coming.
4: That's what I thought.
0: My little wifey. And now,
3: I will sing for you.
4: Oh, wait, wait. I'll go and sit down.
3: Bump, <laughs> pump,
2: What happened to you?
5: What happened to me? Well, I fell off my horse, didn't I?
2: How did you do that?
5: I was a damned suffragette. What happened? Well, we were closing in on the fox. tally-ho, the thrill of the chase and all that. i just jumped a fence and three women sprang out at me. Hunting? Well, they were hiding in the bushes.
2: Well, how do you know they were suffragettes? Well, now, I'm just going to remove this plaster.
5: I recognised them. I hope you don't support their antics.
2: Ow! Whoa! <laughs> I am a moderate.
5: We had got a letter the other day, and it was covered in jam. Strawberry jam.
2: You are having a bad day, sir.
5: Yeah, not as much as the Titanic, or Captain Scott. I see he was beaten to the South Pole by a Norwegian, and perished on the way back. Two glorious failures.
2: Glorious? Must someone die for it to be so cold?
5: No, let's at least honour the attempt. A ship that is unsinkable, a journey to the ends of the earth. And one day, no doubt, man will land on the moon.
2: Do you think so? The moon?
5: I was going to Stockholm.
2: Well, you're not going to Stockholm now. Olympics or no Olympics. You're staying here till you get better. And what you're doing jumping fences at your age? You should be playing croquet or something.
5: Crokey? God forbid they make that an Olympic sport.
2: Do you play, sir?
5: I have played once or twice on the Queen's lawn at Sandringham.
2: I hear it's rather a nasty game. Arm?
5: Oh, it can be. Knocking your opponent's ball about. The Germans would love it.
2: You don't like them?
5: They're flexing their muscles for war. Well,
2: then we must flex ours.
5: Are you a sportswoman?
2: Now, where would I find the dime? I get enough exercise in here. Though I was given this. He was a famous athlete, Dorando Pietri. It's my lucky charm. Do you remember him?
5: Yeah, I do. Fell down and got up. He went on to beat that American fellow several times in New York. My son witnessed it. And since London, has won about 20 races. An indomitable spirit, you'll agree. I must all get back on our horse.
2: In good time. And where's your son now?
5: He's joined the army. I must say, I do like your uniform.
2: Thank you, sir.
5: Very smart. Ow! I don't want the oxygen cut off to my brain. What would happen? Well, I might do something rash, horribly rash, like... Uh...
2: I'm spoken for. What would your wife say?
5: She's deceased. Well... One of the fittest women you're ever likely to meet.
2: Well, I'm not going to meet her now, am I?
5: Is your beau a sportsman?
2: I wish he was. He likes to watch. He enjoyed the Olympics. Sometimes he plays football for the local pub team, but he doesn't have much time for sport.
5: No, no, no. Hey!
2: You want to rest. Watch your friskiness.
5: I thought you liked frisky patients. A sign they were recovering.
2: I'm glad you're recovering.
5: Yeah, you've quite perked my spirits.
2: I can see that, but you don't want to overdo it. You want to get some rest now.
5: If Florence Nightingale was here... Well, she isn't. What a nurse she was. She wouldn't stand any nonsense. Mm. She'd commend your professionalism.
2: I just do my job. I don't get involved. Good night.
5: What is
1: it? What is it?
2: It looks nice, but what is it? Can't you tell? I like it. A plinth. Plinth? What for? Well, I don't know. I thought you were making chairs.
1: I am, I've been asked to make this plinth. What do you think?
2: Is it finished?
1: It needs painting, otherwise it's more or less done and finished.
2: Who is it for?
1: A lady. She heard I was a carpenter and asked if I could do her a plinth.
2: was well, she putting on it?
1: I wasn't told.
2: Can I sit on it? It's not for the Queen, is it? After you made the royal box?
1: No, it's just for this woman.
2: Are you going to make any more?
1: I may do. It depends. Depends on demand.
2: Do many people want plinths?
1: I don't know. All I know is I was asked to make this one.
2: (laughs) It's probably for a statue.
1: I'm just going to check the measurements before I say it's finished. Will you hold the tape? What should it be? Two foot nine inches.
2: Hmm. It is! And um, this,
1: two foot nine inches.
2: This is three foot.
1: It should be two foot nine inches.
2: Or well, was three inches?
1: It should be a square. Well,
2: it looks square. Who is going to
1: notice? Give, give me the tape. Uh, no, it's two foot nine inches. <laughs> I was only joking. It's not funny. This is my work, my livelihood. I shan't ask you to help again.
2: Shall I stand on it? You can see a lot from here.
1: Yeah, like what?
2: Top of your head.
1: Do you know where I was today? The king's funeral.
2: What were you doing there?
1: Paying my respects. I've never seen so many people. Kings, queens, heads of state, everybody.
2: Did you see the Queen? Was she there? I don't know. She was at his bedside at the end. Loyal. You would expect that from your wife.
1: At least she knew where he was.
2: She spent a lot of time with him. She's a very good nurse. He was having trouble breathing. She administered the oxygen.
1: What did he die of?
2: Pneumonia. He smoked too much. It's not surprising.
1: Well, at least he brought me luck. His horse won. Where? Kempton Park, just before he died which of the air what are you doing
2: i'm taking those it's unhealthy and unnatural taking smoke into your lungs why do you do it john i don't know you are an intelligent man why do you take smoke into your lungs
1: it's the fashion
2: is that a good reason you want to be ahead of fashion not behind it why not eat chocolate instead or if you must smoke have a kipper for breakfast
1: or how am I going to afford them?
2: I don't want to walk out with a man who smokes. Ach,
4: missed again.
5: Can you smell the roses? Sarah Bernhardt? Of course. has lost a leg. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it.
4: Oh, I'm not very good at this.
5: Yeah, you want to hear the case of the missing runner? Is this by Arthur Conan Doyle? A true story. In Stockholm, a marathon runner went missing.
4: A marathon runner?
5: Nobody could find him or knew where he was. Hunted high and low for him. he just disappeared. Transpired, 50 years later, he'd accepted the hospitality of one of the crowd and felt so ashamed afterwards that he'd hopped on a tram and made his own way back home. (sighs) To where? Japan!
4: Dorando Pietri would never do that. You know it is the anniversary of my husband's death.
5: I do, Your Majesty.
4: It hasn't been easy.
5: You have borne his loss with great fortitude.
4: Time does not dull the ache. I shall take some of these roses, put some on his tomb. Did you know I'm thinking of inaugurating a charity? On a certain day, roses will be sold to raise money for the hospitals. We will call it Queen Alexandra Day.
5: Did you know one of our nurses has been captured? She's going to be put on trial for spying. How can a nurse be a spy? Oh, let's hope she's released unharmed and not shot. Oh, They surely wouldn't do that. Oh, indeed.
4: How's your health?
5: Oh, I'm taking all the more gently... Shall I reload?
4: I shall take them from the garden. Did you hear a zeppelin crashed nearby?
5: I had heard, Your Majesty, at Potter's Bar. I I would like to shoot one
4: out of the sky.
5: The nation would rejoice. A
4: a target I might hit. How are we going to win this war?
5: The news is mixed.
4: So many young men dying. I will visit the hospital, take some bandages. I cannot believe it is the right strategy.
5: Uh, What is the alternative?
4: Maybe the tactics are wrong.
5: There is some hope. The tank. At least the men will not be so exposed.
4: I am told they break down and are not reliable.
5: We are making some ground, as I understand it. Your son is at the front, is he not? Yeah, he's just returned. Yeah, I have a letter from him. Where is it? It, Is he all right? Can can I hear it? Uh, it, um, It describes the conditions. On the whistle, we clamber up the ladders. Some poor souls barely make it to the top rung. Then it is into no man's land. Sea of mud, pockmarked with craters. And all the time we are under enemy fire. As an officer, I'm at the front. How I haven't been shot, I don't know. The din is terrific. Machine guns, yells, screams. Oh, poor boys. If you drop, there's no helping you. That's the strange thing. Your best friend is screaming in agony, but you have to charge on. Victory is all important.
4: Your son. Our men are showing great spirits. All deserve a medal. We will continue another day.
5: Practice makes perfect.
4: You will stay for tea. I have made a cake. A tiramisu.
5: Uh, what's that?
4: An Italian
5: cake. Aren't we at war with the Italians?
4: We are at war with the Germans. That is why I have not invited you for a slice of Battenberg.
1: I've delivered the plinth. Who did? This woman.
2: Did you carry it?
1: We delivered it. Was she pleased? Covent Garden. We put it outside her shop.
2: Did you see the statue?
1: A Greek goddess.
2: Did she pay you?
1: Oh, handsomely, look. Hmm? A cheque. Do you uh, do you notice anything different about me?
2: You are in uniform. I've joined up. I'm proud of you.
1: I'm in the Pioneer Corps.
2: What does that mean?
1: I'll be building trenches and things. They want to use my carpentry skills.
2: So you won't be fighting?
1: Well, I'll be fighting, but when I'm not fighting, I'll be building trenches. And you can bet your last dollar that when I build a trench, it won't fall down. It'll be solid.
2: Well, you look after yourself.
1: Oh, I'll be in the trench. But if there's any fighting to be done, I'll be the first one at them. I've already been taught how to use a bayonet. In and twist. Hey,
2: that's my cake.
1: You've got to twist or they don't get the full effect. Twist, and it helps you take it out.
2: Well, let's hope you get that far.
1: Yeah, wh- wh- what have you been doing? Hey, was the, uh, the women's party?
2: What's that? What does it look like? A brick? What are you going to do with that? Put it through a window. That's where I'm going after. I'm meeting some other woman, then we're all throwing a brick into some shop windows. They call it the argument of the broken pane.
1: Argument? What's the other side saying? You're just smashing shop windows. You could go to prison for this. Well, that's what we're protesting about. I've heard some people have been chaining themselves to railings. You believe a woman's place is in the home. Well, not chained to railings. It's
2: symbolic. Or if not at home, as waitresses, just putting a cake down before you. Why shouldn't men stay at home and do the cooking and the baking? It doesn't make you less of a man. Remember Durando? He used to bake cakes and he was a man.
1: You know, we must look at things differently, I'm sure. Hey, there's a policeman.
2: <gasps> I'm hoping to be promoted to reward Sister. Hey, you're getting on. Oh, it is one of the few jobs where women can get on. Here, take this bracelet. It'll bring you luck.
1: Well, we'll soon find out. If I don't come back, you know I wasn't lucky.
2: It will protect you.
1: I hope so. Alice. Yes. I. 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 I know this isn't a romantic place. No. Like, like Brighton or somewhere. But will you marry me?
2: You should get down on one knee. In it. Marry you. That is a surprise. I would like to, but
1: what if I don't come back?
2: I'll be a widow.
1: No. Now, perhaps it's not the right time.
2: You're going away. What good is it being married? John?
1: It would be something to look forward to. Coming home to my wife, even if she won't be making me any puddings.
2: You come home and I'll bake you all the puddings you want.
4: Pietri! Pietri!
3: I am not a Pietri.
4: Oh, Dorando, I'm sorry. Oh, How are you? Are you still still running? I am running. You have run? Yes, to, to catch, catch you. you.
2: To
3: catch, catch me? You. I am not a butterfly. What are you doing?
4: I have immortal longings in me.
3: Immortal longings?
4: I lie before you.
3: You lie before me?
4: Yes. Why?
3: I'm a busy person.
4: You don't care?
3: I have to roll this pastry. Pastry.
4: What are you doing? Oh, we've got problems with our tanks. I've got a confession to make. You know that headscarf you gave me? I used it as a bandage.
3: My headscarf? As a bandage? Who has this bandage? A soldier. You give a mired scarf to a soldier.
4: I didn't think you'd mind.
3: You give a mired scarf to a soldier.
4: <laughs> what are you going to do?
3: What can I do?
4: You could challenge him to a duel, I suppose.
3: Was he dying, this soldier?
4: I think so. I think he's dead. Do you think we should ask the Americans for help?
3: Buenos Aires. I'll run on my best time in Buenos Aires.
4: Is that your answer?
3: If it has know engine, what can you do? Oh,
4: men are dying. Where? Everywhere. <laughs> Why are you weeping?
3: I am happy. My mama, she has given me a new recipe. Oh, have I met your mamma? She said, Turando, be careful of your rolling beam.
4: Oh, Why, why did say she say that?
3: A woman's body is like a dough.
4: Dough? What are you going to do with that egg?
3: You do not think the less
4: of me? I think the more of you. The men are showing your spirit, Dorando. Pushing themselves to the limits. Aiming for the stars. The stars. It was not
3: your fault, Alexandra. No. I took some brandy from the crowd. They offered it to me. Alcohol running. They are like oil and water.
4: They don't
3: mix. Here I, I give, give a you my oh. apron.
5: Will you be taking another husband, Your Majesty? Who do you suggest? Are there any number of suitors? Lord Darby has a large estate. I know he would like to have you for a shooting weekend. Does he know I don't shoot? Perhaps he has in mind a walk around the gardens.
4: Uh, Is he the one who has a maze?
5: I believe he has, a small one. But he's more proud of his topery has some of his hedges shaped like pheasants. And I believe one of his late wife. Ah! When I saw it, it was a little overgrown. And then there's Viscount Landon. He said he'd put his yacht at your disposal.
4: Will he be on it?
5: Uh, That I don't know. And, of course, there are one or two wealthy Americans, if you wish to form an alliance in that direction.
4: Ah, I have done these alliances. I am content to be the Queen, Mother. A Queen should never remarry. What about yourself? Is it not time you married again? Have you been in pursuit of anyone?
5: In a pursuit, Your Majesty, but I've always found them a little out of reach. Oh, perhaps you should quicken your pace. <laughs> Who is this person?
4: Ah, not Lady Athena.
5: Uh, no, Your Majesty. I could never get into bed with one so spontaneous. Oh, she might combust. <laughs> She was the one who clamped her charm bracelet onto the wrist of the stricken runner. Ah. This lady is a little more demure and something of a somnambulist.
4: How intriguing.
5: She walks in her sleep. Ah,
4: pleasant way to take an exercise, wouldn't you say? <coughs> How's the pain?
1: I wish I was dead.
2: You mustn't say that.
1: I do. What's the good?
2: You must be strong. <coughs> will it? It will.
1: What time is it? Is it morning?
2: Almost. You must sleep.
1: Sleep, that's what I want. Just sleep and never wake up.
2: I thought you were a fighter.
1: <laughs> How many blankets have I got?
2: Are you cold? I
1: can get another one. Hold my hand. What, what do I look like?
2: You've been in a fight. You're back home now. Am I? Are you alive? You are. And lots to live for.
1: My face. What's
2: wrong with your face? You can still hear, see, eat.
1: It's not the same, is it?
2: You are. But my face. It's all right. <laughs> You must go to sleep.
1: Is there any water? Here. What time is it?
2: It's the middle of the night. You need to rest. Go to sleep. Why me? Why me? You'll be all right. (laughs) You're alive. A lot of people are dead. Dead? That's what I would like to be. You mustn't talk like that. You'll get better. Don't leave me. I'm not.
1: One moment, I was. You are. What was that? Water. Then, war.
2: (laughs) You could have died. Then you wouldn't be here.
1: What is that light? Where? There.
2: It's just... the dawn.
1: The dawn? In the middle of the night?
2: It is... Tomorrow. I must go.
1: What what, what are those?
2: Your belongings. Here's the bracelet. I gave it to you.
1: It's damaged.
2: Maybe it was lucky. Some shrapnel hit it. Where was it? In your pocket? What's that? Your cat badge.
1: Why do I want that?
2: You want it because you are proud to be a soldier. Proud to have fought for your country.
1: I fought. I fought. I was blown up. I didn't fight. They should have left me there.
2: Nobody leaves people to die. You were picked up off the battlefield. You owe it to those men. They risked their lives for you.
1: Tomorrow, I
5: must sleep.
2: You must. <sighs> I must.
5: That's where it came down, just beyond that bush, where the people are, you can just see some of the wreckage.
4: And the two people who died?
5: They lived in that house there. How many were injured? About ten. They've been taken to hospital. What about the crew? Perished, Your Majesty.
4: Uh, all of them?
5: Well, except one.
4: Oh, what happened to him?
5: Well, according to eyewitness accounts, he was crawling around, pleading for mercy. Why so? I thought he was going to be shot. There's a farmer there with his gun. Instead of bagging some pheasants, he was out to bag a hun. Oh,
4: not sporting to shoot a man when he's down.
5: No, Your Majesty. Then It's hardly cricket to drop bombs out of a hamper. No, oh, indeed. Not onto the civilian population. Very much against the rules, I would say. And hardly the spirit of the thing. It sounds to me as if he knew it and was holding up his hands to admit such.
4: Where is he now?
5: In a police cell, being debriefed, I expect.
4: At least he's acknowledged it, I suppose. What will happen to him? We won't shoot him, will we?
5: Not unless he tries to escape. He'll be told his war is over, and in future he and his government must learn to play with a straight bat. Bombing defenceless civilians is a tactic we don't approve of.
4: Oh, what are those people doing over there?
5: Oh, I think there's a dead German.
4: Ach, oh, have some clear the area. We don't want people gaping, whoever they are.
5: Human nature.
4: Uh, not very attractive. Uh, I must talk to the relatives.
2: Good morning. How are you?
1: Are you Alice?
2: I'm Alice. Alice. How did you sleep?
1: Where have you been?
2: I have other duties, other patients. I told you yesterday I had to see our MP.
1: Can I have a mirror?
2: Why do you want a mirror?
1: My leg. What good am I?
2: every good.
1: How can I live without it? A...
2: You'll be walking. Walking? we Will fit you with a wooden one.
1: Will you still step out with me? No face, no leg, no...
2: If you have the spirit.
1: Step out.
2: It's not what's on the outside. I don't care about your face.
1: I can't walk.
2: I can't. 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 This is not a word I want to hear. If I had my way, you'd be up and walking yesterday.
1: How can I walk?
2: With a crutch. A crutch? Two crutches. That way, you will exercise your good leg. At the moment, it is doing nothing. <clears throat> Laying in bed, it is just withering away. You need to be up and about.
1: By myself?
2: He will support you. You are not the first man to have lost a leg, and sadly, you won't be the last.
1: I've got ten fingers, but only five toes. Five toes?
2: You don't need ten toes.
1: I do. How can I walk?
2: You'll be able to. We'll make you one.
1: What? A leg. You make me a leg? You'll be able to walk. What's it made of? Wood. Wood? Wood. So when I die, you can put me on the bonfire. <laughs> Why did they save me? I can, I can feel it. It's nothing. Why should I have a wooden leg? So people can laugh at me.
2: They won't.
1: When I fall down?
2: Then you pick yourself up.
1: How do I earn a living?
2: When you can walk, you can do all sorts of things. What? You can work in an office, sell tickets, make things.
1: I I could make wooden legs.
2: You could. There is a demand. You could improve them.
1: I could model them.
2: There's a lot you can do. Now take these crutches and let me see you stand up on your good leg.
1: My only leg. Well
2: done! They
1: should have left me there!
2: Put your arm around my neck. I'll we'll get you
1: back into bed. I'll never walk. You will. I'm tired. I like it. Did you design it? I mean, the thought of a wooden leg. Where did you get the idea? Car suspension, I bet. It will go faster. I bet. i will go like the wind. I tell you what, have you got another one? I mean, is one enough? One is blended. I was just thinking in terms of symmetry and balance. To my mind, something's missing. Nothing is missing. I, I, I'm not saying it's not a great design. It is. I'll be able to get about on this, that's for sure. Hey, have you noticed anything different about me? In the face? The face? To be honest with you, it's, it's getting me down.
3: Oh, what is a face? What is a moustache?
1: It is the spirit that is important. 20,000 killed for a mile of ground.
2: Now, Mr John Wood, shall we try again?
1: I don't need your help. Get off me! There. See?
2: (laughs) Have a rest. (sighs) If you get to that line, John Wood, I'll marry
5: you.
1: I'll have a rest first. Don't touch me.
5: There's patience. What's the cure? Is there one? Rest. Shell shock. Some say it's paucity of spirit. Mm, I have heard that.
4: They're calling them cowards. That soldier is suffering from the mental effects of war. War affects people in different ways. There are no rules.
5: Most, if not all, would rather not be at the front. Everyone is affected, but they still go forward. To distinguish between the coward, the crazy, and the broken spirit is not easy. It can never be a science. Who is
4: this?
1: Who is this?
4: Corporal John Wood of the Pioneer Corps. The Queen Mother.
1: How do you do, ma'am?
4: How is it going over there?
1: Winning, Your Majesty.
4: Oh, that's good to hear.
1: Well done. Gaining ground all the time.
5: That's the
4: spirit. How did it happen? The mine. I'm so sorry. You're doing a good job. Are you the nurse in charge? Yes, ma'am. Soon-to-be sister. Oh, well done. The ward looks in good order.
5: The women are greatly helping the war effort, Your Majesty. How are you, Your Lordship? Fighting fit.
4: And making considerable sacrifices. We must reward them. Will you give this little book of verse to that soldier, John Wood of the Pioneer Corps? Of course, Your Majesty. He will be delighted to receive it. It was given to me by my late husband. It includes Robert Browning's poem, Thippides' Death. It's about the Greek runner from Marathon. It is most uplifting. Would you like to read it? You would.
5: As you say, Your Majesty, we must recognize their efforts once this war is over. Yes. When I look around the ward and see the nurses at work, I can forgive a few of their more violent evangelists. Indeed. Shall we go to the next ward?
4: I should like to see this
5: soldier walk. Of course, Your Majesty.
4: Yes, sir.
5: Her Majesty would like to see Corporal John Wood walk. Has he walked before?
2: No, Your Majesty.
4: Has he tried?
2: He has, and fallen down several times. He is beginning to lose heart.
4: When was the last time?
2: Yesterday, when the doctor came round. He tried, but again he fell down. We had to help him to his feet. Oh,
4: I remember an athlete once, an Italian. He ran the marathon in London. There was a large crowd, and despite being near exhaustion and not able to carry on, they urged him forward. I remember. I was there.
5: Quite remarkable. His spirit
4: and the collective will of the people saw him over the line. It is this. Spirits that will see us over the line against Germany. John,
2: Her Majesty would like to see you walk.
4: Not too far, of course. Walk? Walk.
1: All right, but...
4: He doesn't like his face. Oh, I've seen worse disfigurement.
1: From this bed to that line.
4: Mm. (laughs) Oh! Oh, God! I can't. I yes, can't. you yes. can. You just deep, deep breath.
5: Come
1: on. Oh, no. Go on. Go on. Oh, oh he's been sick. I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
4: oh, bravo. Oh, bravo. Oh, well done. well done. You've won.
1: I've done it. You can walk.
0: In February 1942, Durando Pietri died of a heart attack. He was 56. 26 Miles by Anthony Sargent Directed by Pauline Walsh With Olivia Morgan as Alice Edward Evans as John Matthew Hebden as Durando Anthony Sargent as Lord D, and Jenny Runica as Queen Alexandra Recording took place at Unity Studios in London and was engineered by Carlos Sicarelli. Visit wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more audio downloads.